0: The 21st century has not been kind to Seaport. With Wall Street on one side and the East River on the other, any major events that affect downtown Manhattan really rock the boat there. In 2001, it was 9-11. In 2008, it was a stock market crash. And in 2012...
1: It was devastated during Sandy.
0: That's Deborah Flores. She lived in Seaport for more than 10 years, and she watched the neighborhood drown in ocean water.
1: A lot of these restaurants have watermarks where they were You know, where the water surged, and it was like, you know, up to 8 feet, 10 feet in some places.
0: Seaport was just one of the many neighborhoods that were devastated by Sandy. In the years that followed, a whole bunch of projects were started to make the city more resilient. But these things take time, which is why in 2016, they set up the Interim Flood Protection Measures Program. It's meant to install and maintain temporary barriers around the city to help with storm surges until more permanent measures are ready. At least, it did until last month. As part of Mayor Eric Adams' effort to reduce the budget, funding for that program has been eliminated. That's $2.5 million over the next few years that's no longer going towards protecting neighborhoods on waterfronts, like Seaport. And yet, resident David Teeter is happy with the change.
2: It just seems like a waste to put put millions of dollars into something that may or may not happen every 10 years.
0: Part of the reason is that it's unclear how well the barriers work in Seaport. They were put in place in twenty nineteen and a year later they faced their first big test, Hurricane Isaiah. Or at least they were supposed to. But Isaiah didn't hit seaport as hard as was predicted. But if it had
2: Well the barriers, I think they're only about four feet. No, so they're like they're like this tall.
0: That's Emily Cohen, Teeter's wife.
2: I mean probably like three, three feet. feet. And yeah, I maybe. think the water was five feet high up down here during Hurricane Sandy. So, yeah, so, so I think they have limited effectiveness, even if, the, even if they do keep the water out where, they're, where it's lined up.
0: But other residents feel like they're being left defenseless. Noah Chasen is a professor of architecture in the Urban Design Program at Columbia University. He's been living in Seaport for 18 years. He feels that the construction of permanent measures to protect the neighborhood are going too slowly to warrant the budget cuts. We're not ready. I'm quite certain that if we were to get hit tomorrow with another, you know, superstorm such as we had in 2012, we would have the same, exactly the same issues. And though she loves seaport, Flores, the resident who has been living here for 10 years, doesn't think she'll be able to weather another superstorm either.
1: My husband wants to move from this area because he says we're one more storm away from being put out in the streets, Deb. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what he says to me. So, you know, we're kind of like taking care of ourselves first.
0: It's unclear what will happen to the barriers. The city government did not respond to requests for comment. But even if they're left where they are, they aren't going to last. They're already showing signs of wear and tear, and they only have a lifespan of five years. It's already been four. Vincent Young, Columbia Radio News.